Hello. Hello, girl. Excuse me for clearing my throat, everybody. Oh, hello, 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 hello. Hello. <laughs> um, I'm here. I was, I was just inviting one of our originals, Rose, to um, the meeting. I was, like, sending it out to everybody, you know me. And uh, I was like, you know what, maybe it'd be better if we had a private conversation with Allison because she specializes in death, like trauma from death. And our, excuse me, our grandmother, her grandmother and my step-grandmother just passed away last week. So it's probably best she doesn't come on the podcast because it is much more personal to her than it is to me. Um, it's for me more like an old friend of mine passed away, but for her, it's definitely her grandmother. Yeah. So it's really tough for her. But um, my grandma, you would have loved her. I wish you had met her. It was her step-nana. I should respect her and do that. And she always, since the day I met her, when I was like like 16 or 17, she um, would joke about death. And it was like so weird for me. So I was like, Mom, like how old is she? Like, why is she joking about dying? <laughs> like, it was like weird. Nobody does that, right? Wow. I got this not know. She... <laughs> it was like so unusual. She's British. So she did have a different sense of humor than I knew. Was it like, like what kind of joking? Like, oh, she just always joke about like dying. Like, her husband was much older than her. And he passed, but I never met him before. I had had a chance to meet him, I think, a few years before my mom and her son were, like, married or together, if you want to say. Because they never officially got married. But anyway. So, she would just joke about, like, dying. And she would always have to, to, like, give her. And she would even say to me, she's like, don't you rush to have a a grandchild, a great-grandchild for me. Because, like, you're not technically blood. Like, she was so, like open like that and what? she's so so loving so loving she's like don't you rush like don't you worry about it I'm just pressuring my grandkids like have a grandchild so I can meet it and then I can go and like I'm I feel so bad speaking like so bluntly about it because this is like somebody else's grandmother but she was that blunt about it and I'd always be like oh my gosh your guys your grandma and she's so like, <laughs> like I've never met anybody like this and they're just like yeah she's like that because everybody else in the family wasn't really like that. I don't know. It's just so funny. She's so she funny. just wasn't, uh, she wasn't afraid, it seems. Oh, she, and you said something. You said you weren't on social media a lot, but I know that your brother-in-law's passing was, anniversary was last week, and you said something about him that really touched me. And sorry, I didn't like the photo because I'd rather, like, talk to you about it, and it just felt impersonal to, like, like it or, like, I don't know. So I just wanted to say this to you. But, um. And we're saying on the podcast, I hope that's okay. But, um, <laughs> that you said, and Brenda, my stepdaughter, had passed by that time, and I felt the same way about her. And I had said this to, we'll say Rose, I had said this to her a few weeks before. She passed, and I said, the thing I love about her so much, and I think the reason why her and I, we just had this special connection that I would almost try to like tone down in front of her grandkids because her grandma, I just wanted to respect her. But I was like, the reason I love her so much is because no matter who I am, what I do, like she just accepted me. Yep. And how many people do you meet like that? <laughs> As I said, you know, it's very rare. It's yeah, very rare for people to just let you be who you are. And, like, I mean, even with your friendships, right? Like, how many friendships uh, stop because, you know, you guys don't agree on something instead of having, like, proper conflict and talking things out, you know? So, yeah. Somebody pointed out to me, I don't have a lot of friends in the city, and one of them said to me, look at the people who you um, do let into your life. They're always people that you disagree with all the time. <laughs> wow. Um, and I po- thought, polarity. It was such a, a compliment to me, even though it's like a weird like, thing to do. Well, you know, like, okay. but, but conflict is actually, it's like, uh, conflict is actually a really, really, really good thing. Like, um, it's funny that this is the topic we go to because this happens to be just one of the books that I'm is just about like how conflict like you know conflict is a good thing and like 
healthy conflict, right? I think the problem is we don't know how to properly talk out the things that we don't agree with. So it ends up in like a big fight or we end up calling each other names um, instead of actually really getting to the bottom of what the problem is, you know? So easily misconstrued. You have to know that if you stand firm on topic and somebody else is standing firm in their stance, like maybe they do have reasons for feeling the way that they do. And if you listen to it, then you just have to know you're never going to agree and that's okay. Yeah, one of them. But if you just get mad, you're never going to know that. One of the best memes um, I've seen that I really like is like from one guy sitting on one end and it's a six and the other guy's on the other way and it looks like a nine, right? So from one, one end, it looks like a six, the other end, it looks like a nine. And both of them are right, right? So I think everyone is allowed to have their own opinion, but we're so quick to tell people they're wrong, <laughs> right? And, but at the same time, there is a lot of opinions that are wrong, that there is no fact behind them. Um, so there's where we get, there's where we get trouble. <laughs> or maybe... If you're going to stand firm on something, like, let it be something that you're always standing firm on. Someone pointed that out to me that I should do that because it's okay to be passionate, but if you're passionate about everything and you always think you're right, like, there's always going to be somebody else who's more of an expert on that topic. You can't be an expert on everything, so, like, pick your pick your subject. <laughs> For me, I just think there's always something to learn, and even when I think I know so much about everything <laughs> there's still more to learn you're a student in a subject then exactly you know that you're well aren't we a student that you're just there to... aren't we a student in life though huh like definitely should be i think um, i just mean yeah if you're going to take a stance on something let it be something that you actually have put more than like two cents into. well yeah make sure you <laughs> you do your research right you do your research you know why you have that stance like not just because somebody told you to do that or everyone else you know is doing it. Make sure you believe why you're yeah, why you're doing it. Remind someone else's beliefs. Well, it's don't be a sheep, as they say. I like that one, but I hate saying it because people just get frustrated. I'm like, I'm not calling you that. I'm just saying like you're just saying in general. Yeah. But but see, it's funny if people are reacting to that and they're saying that, like, well, there's a reason, right? There's they clearly maybe think themselves that way. That's why they're reacting that way. It has nothing to do about you. That's someone called me a sheep in my family that was like younger than me, <clears throat> and I found that so interesting. I was like. Okay, she thinks I'm a sheep. If she's serious, I'm gonna really consider this. I looked at it from a lot of angles, and I'm like, I must be. No, I'm joking. Like, I just like. I and I was gonna say, and what did you come up with? I don't know. Like, I'm just like, I needed. I need more than that. I just need to know like why. Medic got me. That got you. It did get me. I don't like that insult. I was like, oh. you're a sheep. <laughs> wow. Well, that's honestly, I'm the same way. It's like now I find when, when I get into conflict or like people kind of like call me names, I kind of sit back and I'm like, really? Like, do you want to know the one that I have been getting lately from people? <laughs> Narcissist. <laughs> And I'm sorry, I, I, you independent I, woman, I you can't help but, I, I can't help but laugh because for most people who know me, I'm like the complete opposite. But I mean, it's actually your like <laughs> to be actually a hundred percent more like a <laughs> so it's like when whenever I hear that word I literally have to like stop and I have to think and I have to like literally like reflect and be like okay well what am I doing or and then the more that I'm learning it's like you know it's don't take anything personally it's just somebody else's projection right yeah exactly and here's something I I heard and it, I loved it because being like called like a mental disorder is actually kind of a compliment because 
the definition of like mental disorders is literally just not being in line with like society norm. Okay, it, sure, I got them all. Check all those boxes. I'm in. Well, I've I've been <laughs> depressed. I've been. Nah. You know, I have been, whatchamacallit, diagnosed with depression several times throughout my lifetime. And basically, that's just it, right? It's you're emotional. It's, (laughs) it means that you react to situations in an emotional manner, and you actually have emotion, which the definition of being human is having emotion. So I don't understand. It's like they want to numb our emotions. So we don't have them. But if you have emotions, you're looked at as bad, but emotions are part of the human experience. So I just, Mm -hmm. I stopped kind of like really believing in medical stuff a long time ago. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I think you have the right to. And this is where like, when I say you have to draw that line, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I can't do that because you've put in the time to do that more than I have. Like, I can just kind of like, 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 what do I say? stick my fingers in that and be like, oh, that's interesting, right? Touch the surface. But you've definitely done the work to take that. Well, it's a constant, it's constant work, right? It doesn't just stop. Um, But I feel like in the last two years, like I've learned a lot more about myself because I stopped trying to numb the pain and I started accepting it. (laughs) Right? Like things change once you just, Pain is such a weird thing. Yeah. In the body. It I is. Think, um, I had like a surgery when I was younger, I'm going to say, and like less in touch because I spent so much time like working and just didn't really think about me as a person. And I had surgery for this pain that I had. And then once I just started taking care of me, the pain magically just went away. Well, and the, the surgery, they, 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 in like, inspected me and they looked on the wrong side of my body which like so then the surgery was just like a botch like they didn't do anything but I guess I needed that eye opener of like to be like okay like I need to take care of myself because it's just messed up you don't need to get cut open to be told there's nothing wrong with you no no that's exactly what it is though like I truly believe that there is um spiritual and energetic reasons that the body breaks down like I like there's cancerous cells in the body but they they become activated by what you ignoring your path you ignoring your purpose you ignoring your telepathic abilities like if we shut down our sole purpose like what do you think happens you know it's funny we we I told you I didn't want to talk about moving because like it's such it's kind of a personal thing and it's hard to share your personal stuff with like the <laughs> yeah um one of the things that is so funny that I told my boyfriend the other day and I haven't told him this before is that I had to lie to my family I'll say Really, it was just my mom, so I'll just say my mom. I had to lie to her in order to move to the city because she would have, like, not approved it. I was a full adult. Like, didn't live at home ever. And I was just, like, at her house. It's kind of like an in-between thing. And she wouldn't have approved it, right? So I just lied to her and, like, moved on my birthday. My, my cousin came over and, like, helped me. And, like, she had no idea what I was doing. I just moved to the city. So now that I've moved to, like, a new city, I told my family before we went, and, like, everybody disapproved of what I was doing. And I said, this is why, like, I don't, you don't tell people what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I I wouldn't have moved to the last city five years ago. I wouldn't have, like, been dating my boyfriend because he's kind of the reason I moved there. You know? So, like, we wanted to do this because we have these ideas about, like, what what our future is going to hold here in this city. And other people, maybe they don't get that. And that's fine. We don't see that what we see. But why, why tell them to let them let me Oh, I think that's it. It's, like, keep your stuff private until it happens, right? Um, because if not, then it actually... You, like, basically give way too much for people to have a say. And, you know, if it's something that is your heart's desire, like, people don't need need to have their opinion over it. 
right? It's your life. Yeah, it's your life, there. not theirs. Like, and literally that that's when my life started to change was when I stopped caring so much what other people thought and just really started focusing on what I wanted and what made me happy. I loved when you, even before I'd say you started that, you like, you still were, I think, on a path and before then when you opened I just didn't school. realize it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was awesome. I just, I didn't realize it at the time. It was, it was, it was hidden there. And I think like, that's the whole thing is like, everything I did was kind of a long spiritual way, but I just wasn't aware. And it was so unselfish. Okay, so I just want to say this, um, even despite the fact that you were doing it for other people, and that's actually how I found out about it. People were like, oh, you should sell your stuff in her store. Um, not really knowing that you and I were like friends, which is so funny. <laughs> but um, like, that's what I think at that time, because I was living in the city, I was looking for people like that in my life. And that's why I, I had moved because I like needed something more inspiring. And it's funny that like you did that like literally a two minute walk from where my mom lived, where I was like, ah, oh, she would have moved. <laughs> But that's funny, right? Like, I didn't need to stay there to sell my stuff in your store. Yeah. It's stepping stones, right? Like, it's all parts that lead us on our path. And it's like, at the time, like, maybe I wasn't aware. And, like, there was many other things going on in my life that were hard. But, you know, now it's just kind of, it was part of it, right? I needed to do that because it actually helped me wake up it actually look at the exposure you gave to all those other people too like all those artists that put their stuff in your yeah but unfortunately see that's where I feel a little bit like I don't know if I I put as much into the business as I would have liked but I think at the time I put as much as I could with everything else going on yeah. in my life. How the heck did you do it? You were working a full-time job and you had a store. I was so confused by that because I also worked a full-time job and I was like, I, I don't, I, like, I you know, just by, online is by trusting, just by trusting. Like, I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time, but, <laughs> and, and it's not, you know what? It's not that it wasn't bad, but life changes and things happen. And, it, it really was my starting point as an artist, for sure. I think that was my opening up, and, and now it just keeps evolving. So I'm, uh, I'm going to be working on some pieces today for Mother's Day. I know it's kind of late, but whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Mother's Day yeah. Sunday? Right? Shoot. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to the mother's house tomorrow so i will definitely make something yeah oh, well i so want to do all like i've been yesterday it was nice so i finally got out in my garden again and i did go on a little hike yesterday morning because when i woke up i was just it was a beautiful day and i just didn't know what to do with myself and like that's the hard part about being in this isolation it's like where do you start so I'm like, I want to be outside. I don't really want to start in my garden yet. So I decided I was going to go for a little hike. Um, and guess what I found? Almost a deer full mm-hmm. skeleton. A full deer skeleton. Oh, um, I that was pretty oh, amazing. Gosh. But <laughs> then I went off. I followed the river up a bit, probably like 30 kilometers, because this is my favorite time of year to hike when none of the brush has grown back. And then, you know, I heard some people, so I kind of was like in between some trees. (laughs) It's kind of funny, because even when I'm out in the bush and there's not an isolation, I still hide from people, and I don't really know why. I was like kind of laughing at myself yesterday because it was like as soon as I heard a four-wheeler coming, it was like I went to a spot where I knew they wouldn't be able to see me. If I was alone, I might do that too. Like if you're with somebody else. It was just my instincts, right? Like I just, I'd rather not be seen. I'd rather 
kind of like hide in the forest. <laughs> and then it just made me laugh, though, because it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? You know? <laughs> but then I sat there, listened to the water, enjoyed the sun, and then just had an urge to maybe look for some deer antlers because I saw some apple trees. And then I came across the deer skeleton. <laughs> Of course I did. <laughs> I always carry ceremonial tobacco with me. Um, it's something that I learned luckily in the last like six months that when you take something from nature, you got to give back. So I always carry the tobacco. So if I take it, I leave a little bit of tobacco in return. And it's a native tradition and it's just thanking the earth, right? So it keeps a balance and it keeps things going and uh I didn't have a bag so I took off my shirt and tied it into a bag and you know (laughs) but immediately as soon as I found that skeleton my mood changed and I was like so happy (laughs) and so thankful (laughs) like you wanted it and you found it and that's just like kind of how like I don't know it just it's but but it's like even though it's like something kind of weird and maybe not your usual things like it makes me so happy every time I find it (laughs) well and I like I said at the very like the very first thing I said is that you specialize in trauma from death and that makes sense that that's something that means a lot to you you were looking it's not that you were looking for death you were looking for something about life you found death so the other the other neat thing that's kind of goes along with that is that um have you ever read the book the alchemist or heard about the book the alchemist oh when i said last time i don't read i meant you need to get some audio books or something (laughs) because i have a hard i have a hard time reading because it makes me fall asleep but i like to listen to stuff and like lately the radio is not doing it for me so i'm listening to audiobooks while i'm like in my garden or i'm moving has yeah you should there's this one thing (laughs) there's this one line in the book where it talks about like you know you have to go out into the desert and find life and if you can find life in the desert but it's like if you can find life anywhere, I was in the forest. And of course, what do I, when I was sitting by that waterfall, I could spot a tiny little chipmunk and, you know, and then it just kind of made me like, there's life everywhere. Like there's so much life. Like we just, mm-hmm. we don't see it. <laughs> oh, more than we even know about. What did you, what did um, this lover partner of mine say to me the other day? Something about like the Amazon rainforest and like what are you talking about he's like you know unknown species I was like hmm interesting I don't know if it was an insult but like sometimes the things that come out of his mind I'm like oh okay (laughs) when you uh, because he had to explain what he meant to me when he described something calling it the Amazon rainforest he's like you know unknown species I was like no I But I am um, unknown species, so let me get onto a totally off the wall subject, and I'll put it in like the um, what, is, what is it called? The search engine optimization of our yep. podcast, the SEO. <gasps> Here comes Canada Post. I wonder if he has one. Oh my god! What? Our internet. Oh, your Post. internet's coming. But your moving went moving went well, even though moving is not always fun. Oh yeah, we had it covered. I I was um telling the late internet lady on the phone, like unsolicited, she did not want to hear this story, but I told her anyway. Um, that I felt bad for all the people that were like walking by on the sidewalk because of COVID. They like can't even offer to help and like. At one point, I was emptying the van by myself, whereas I was there, because we (laughs) had two vehicles, whatever. So I'm emptying these boxes, and I'm so tiny, right? Little, little tiny person lifting a box like the size of them. At one point, I lifted the TV, which is literally the same size as me, and like really heavy, like not a thin one. And like, I'm moving upstairs. I just thought, like, it was just so funny. 
someone named normal times sort of like offered to help. It seems like one of those gags <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Okay, so my off the wall topic I was going to get into and ask you about. Have you ever heard about duendes? 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 Nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're like little nope. people. Nope. Never heard of them? They're like gnomes. They're like, like garden? Like, well, like, if you say gnome, I've heard of gnome, live. but I haven't heard of a duende. <laughs> yeah. It's like a duende. It's like a little person. And they like live like in the shadows. Like they'll, they'll never like they'll let themselves be seen. Like they're not like a squirrel, right? Because they're like a little person. Like if, if you could collect little people, you could <laughs> collect them all. Like, right? Where? Why? So, do you think you've seen one? <laughs> um i believe well yeah i think there's all sorts of different um creatures that like we we are just on different vibrations right so it's that's why they say when you change when you're on a really low vibration like sometimes you can have like hallucinations of like demons and it's not a hallucination it's because your vibration is super low and you're like open to it right especially with psychedelics psychedelics can change the way you like can see things they can change your vibration like you can go through like crazy 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 things so i've told you that i feel like a connection there but i will never like allow myself yeah we all i believe see you're just you're scared of it but no, I, I even, well, no, my thing is, like, why? Why would anybody... See, well, I think... Why? Like, you can be here in the now, or you could go to, like, where people well, don't belong. I don't know. I it's, don't it's, know. it's, I think... Personally. I think that, I just, it all depends, right? And it's, it all depends on, like, what you're open to and what you want to see. Because sometimes it can be helpful, but sometimes it's not helpful. Like, sometimes it can be very... I think it's been so nice for me to have, like, at least family to guide me. It's my whole life through that spiritual connection. Because it was, it was scary as a kid to have that, but... When people can help you understand it and know, like, yeah, you don't, you don't want to see. Well, yeah, that's true too, right? And like, we we could have stuff from a past life, like we could have ancestral trauma. Like, there's so many things that we don't know, and like, there's so much I'm still learning. Like, it's kind of crazy, like. And every day something new seems to come into my view and I'm like, huh, that makes a little bit more sense. Or like, why didn't I think of that? (laughs) Well, I think for me with the whole spiritual world, when I first started opening up, like I was like super excited, you know? And I think that was kind of also a little bit over enjoyment about it too. And like, it kind of caused a little bit of, <laughs> I guess, karma, you could say, just because I was like, maybe not thinking of the negative aspects so much of it. Right. I was like, Oh, you know, if you're, you're doing this is good. All you're going to get is good, but that's not necessarily how it works. <laughs> and I did attract some like really bad, but it was like bad that I needed to learn from right like it gave me experiences that now I have so much more perspective from which can be good but I do believe there's like demons and if you're lowering your vibration with like bad foods and alcohol and like lying and cheating and all that like Mm. they'll they'll come and they will attach to you thank you all right, I'm going to throw this on the table. Um, somebody that, from my past that I dated who was, like, not a good person, they could not sleep at night because they would see a demon standing in the doorway every single huh. night, I swear. Like, they had, like, a drinking problem because of it. And that was, like, seriously not a good Could you... Thing. I mean, um, could you could you sense it? I sleep well. 
Oh yeah, I've told you some of the weirdest things that puts out in so much detail, but like that is, well, is exactly what you're saying. Well, and that's it too. And like, it's funny um, because we don't understand a lot of these emotions too. It's like sometimes, like you know, when you meet somebody and you're like, oh, I got butterflies in my tummy, and like everything is just like so great, like. By butterflies in your stomach aren't necessarily a good thing. Like those can be warning signs, but we don't understand it. Right? It's like we may have this thought of one thing and it completely means something different. <laughs> yeah, it could have been your subconscious picking up. Well, yeah. You, like, do you ever get anxiety when you go around or, certain people? it's literally it's literally your body rejecting that person um, like I know now oh, now that yeah, and like yeah, and yeah, even too um, like now that I do body work right like there's some people that I've noticed that I can work on and I'm so tired after working on them right like there's your body will give you energetic signals. You just kind of have to be aware. And I guess you want to, you have to educate yourself on them. <laughs> or else how do you know? And you might just think that like, okay, maybe you're having this kind of problem or that kind of problem and you got to go to the doctor. No. Your energy will change as soon as you get away from that person. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Like sometimes people, you see them in a bad relationship, and I've been there, and you wonder like, why can't they they get out of it? But like positive energy attracts people just well, as much as negative energy. Like it mm -hmm. kind of like sucks sucks them in a little bit, right? Like misery loves company, so they're and if, they're feeding and if, off yep. that negative energy. And too. if you've grown up That's in an environment where there's been a lot of negative energy, you're conditioned. It's like almost like you're addicted to the negative energy until you get to a point into your life well, where you want to break that cycle and you decide you deserve more. Right? It's pretty intense. It can be pretty intense. And it's not as, and it's not easy. <laughs> but I think you just have to be willing and, you know, be gentle with yourself because you do make mistakes. Like you do have bad days. You do have good days right and then like as I'm realizing is like uh you and you have to be ready ready to like deal with the shit right if you want to if you want to remove toxic people you have to have the strength to remove them as well right. yeah that 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 is a tough one because I know sometimes I've been that toxic person too and then someone just like doesn't want to be around with you anymore and you're like, okay, I need to, I need to reflect on myself. So I've definitely been on both sides of that. Um, but it's good to get toxic people out of your life no matter what. I like being by myself and I think- I love being alone. <laughs> like being alone. That you don't- you don't let people be around you. Well, unless you're adding to my space and my peace, <laughs> I don't really want to deal with it. <laughs> but I guess that's kind of like not really realistic either because, again, as I was saying, like conflict is a good thing. Conflict is a good chance for growth. It's a good chance to communicate. It's a good chance to work on your communication, right? Conflict is good, definitely, and so is serving people that you have to like, serve yourself, you know, and think, I would say, like, your cup has to be full before you can serve other people, and sometimes, even to my friends, I'm like, hey, like, I cannot talk today, because I'm just, like, low energy, I need to, like, do something for myself, but I'm just letting you know. Yeah. That's why I didn't answer any of your messages. Because it's, it's ain't none of their business. But anyway, sometimes you have to. Well, some certain people, yeah. They're trying to reach out to you. Yeah, 100%. I'm not getting back to them. I might just be like, hey, just so you know, I need to 
shower and eat something and like probably sit down for a little while (laughs) or like or well that's just it too like sometimes the healthiest thing is instead of ignoring the message like just being like hey I'm not really in a good space to talk right now I'll text you when I'm feeling better so so then that way the person doesn't feel like kind of ignored but I have a friend who always does, does that for me, and maybe she's teaching me to do that because she's yeah, it's like one a of the coach or like it's one of the best things I think you can do, and it's like the same thing. Like just say when you're going to meet somebody and you're late, instead of saying I'm sorry to them, it, it, like even just changing your words to say like thank you for waiting for me, like it really changes the whole feeling and aspect of the meeting, right? That is so true. People, okay, I used to never run late, and then I started running late all the time, and people don't like when you're late. Like, I used to be the type of person that would sit around for 20 minutes just to not be late, and then if I was running 10 minutes late, I wouldn't really care that much. Like, today, I would, let's say I was late. Today, I'm I was late, actually. Late <laughs> um... And I was ripping I apart my dryer. I'm sorry. And I didn't really feel a way about it. No, and I'm being honest. Like I didn't really feel a way about it because I didn't think you would really care. But when I tr- used to treat my customers like that, because I started not really caring if I was late for meetings. People care when you're late for meetings. And I didn't know that until I was because I never would be late for that. And wow, you're so right. Like, never say, like, sorry. I'm like, so much better to say thank you. Well, it also, I think, like, when you're coming with your sorry, like, you're having something to be sorry for when you say thank you. Like, it's like you're kind of, like, elevating them to a different level, right? You're making them think that you, that, like, you do care, right? And there is things that do happen. Like, you know, like, there is cases where we can't always be on time, even if you plan it. Yeah, like for me, like I'm, I've, I've always, always, always been the person on time, if not like five minutes earlier. And then like the last two guys I dated were both awful with time. So awful. Like I can't even explain it to you. And it really helped teach me patience because, (laughs) but now I've kind of gone back to like, you know, I am on time. And if I'm going to be late, I message them right away. Like, you know, I, I've gone back to that or like give them a heads up. Like, you know, we have this technology, so there's not really any excuse to like let somebody know nowadays. Yeah, but then, no, I got to say, I used to, I used to still do that and <laughs> like, do that. Like, if you got Yeah, you, you can't, you can't like, please everybody. <laughs> No. <laughs> Thought. There. I don't know where it went. I just. Oh, I asked so many people to join our podcast. Everybody's so everybody's here. saying no. Like what? You want me to do what? <laughs> no, they're like so confused why I even asked them in the first place. Like, what is? Why not? That's funny. <laughs> what's what's the deal? because <laughs> I think you're really interesting and I want to listen <laughs> oh geez yeah I don't know it's been it's been interesting are you uh are you following any of this reopening stuff oh I downloaded the reopening plan so that I was in touch with are you still in a city just like they're very in touch with my personal. You so you didn't move out of the city. Yeah, you just in moved city. in the city still. Well, that's what I meant. Like no, you're I'm in not the city. Oh, that's so pretty down there. Yeah, I'm looking at some beautiful buds on a tree and I don't know what this street is, and I'll be so embarrassed. If um, I just downloaded a app on my phone where you can take a picture of the plant, and it will tell you what it is. <laughs> oh, cool. 
Yeah, I've seen that. I love that because I'm always calling things the wrong name and I'll just like go with it. Because well, I've with, like, taken on the undertaking of uh, my garden, <laughs> which, you know, I moved in last June, so it was already overgrown and it hasn't been really taken care of in a few years. But the lady who owned this house used to be on the Horticultural Society. So there's tons and tons and tons of stuff for me to work with. Oh my God. I just have to like edge and pull wow. all the grass out of the flower bed. Cut. You say horticultural like Horticulture. Canadian. Like, you're like horticultural. Horticultural. Like, like horticultural. Horticultural. Yeah. So there's. Horticultural. Horticulture. Because we're doing word of the day around here. Yeah, I'm going to look that one up. I'm yeah. going to the bottom of that bird. Anyway, that sounds really fun. Like, there's probably a lot of seasonal I love seasonal. Things. I love seasonal like, things. Like, I I wish I had that. We, we are up above. We have two balconies, so I'm going to plan them, like, separately. Yep. My one flower, I've been growing little seedlings. And my passion flower just sprouted, so I'm actually so excited. <laughs> yeah, I plan. I've been trying to grow some stuff from seeds because why not? Like we've got all the time in the world now. So I did my seedlings probably at the beginning of April, and now I'm finally getting. I've had quite a few for a while, but the one that I really wanted to come was the passion flower, and I've had no luck, no luck, no luck. And it just started sprouting, so that's really exciting. I am so pumped. Yeah, you're in a great region down there for that. Are you looking for a new job down that way? Or are you kind of just... Yes, I'm always looking for a new job, whether it's, like, comparable to my old job. And I'm definitely, like, interested in getting my old job back. Just let's just say that. And um, and then I'm, I'm interested maybe to go back to school. I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. But, you know, like, I definitely want, would like to be an entrepreneur. So next year when I'm able to apply for the government grant, because um, my business will have been in business for one year. Or I might wait till six months because the government was willing to kind of ease up on that rule. Sorry, what what rule is this that I'm not months? aware of? So I'm just... Oh, businesses, you're able to apply for government grants and, and loans from the government. So um, they're not letting new businesses do that anymore? One year. No, they're, they're easing it up. Like, you're able to... Well, I, like, so, well, I was with the town of Orangeville a couple so, years ago, and they were doing stuff that, like, even if you were a new business, like, it didn't matter if you had been in for six months or, or a year. That's why I'm like, that's... Yeah, but I'm, I'm not interested, like, once I start up a business and I get money, then I have to be doing that full-time, right? Because right now I'm... Um, getting money from the government because I lost my job, so I'm not like starting up yeah, a business definitely. anytime soon. As definitely, well. so, you know, I I'm definitely a specialist in my field, but I'm not interested at from going. I'm not interested in going from the top to starting out on my own at the bottom. I have no interest in that. So going back to school, getting educated, might be actually... Yeah, it's tough. It's tough right now. It's tough to kind of even have any idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not worried about it. It's just I don't, I don't want to set anything in stone at this yeah, point. Yeah, makes sense. Everything That's good. A little bit up in the air. But I'm excited I'm super excited that the government is giving so much money. Same here. I need to get ready for that too. But yeah, I'm ha- I'm happy that your that you are in a new place. It'll really help change your mind. Me too. Yeah. 
changing your environment. Well, it's just changed. It's like new space, new, nice, bright, new, right? And makes a difference. Did you keep your office? And we took a leap. Nope, the office is gone. That was sort of the thing. It was like live at home and have an office is cool until it became almost like not. I don't know if we were even allowed to be in the office. It was a weird thing. And it was like, let's just go try something new. because. The and was your boyfriend affected with this? Yeah, 100%. So he will, the first wave doesn't affect that many people, right? The people who are allowed to go back to work. I think he would be able to go back with the second wave of I don't know. Yeah. I have to look at the plan. Um, he's in sales, just like I was. So you're not allowed to go see customers. Yeah. I guess, like, how and would you do that? Like, you'd yeah. have to do a lot of either online or, like, distancing. I do a lot of my stuff online anyway, but um, he's more affected by it because the product he sells. Gotcha. Um, affected by shutdown so we kind of eliminate some demand and and that is um a supply like that affects the whole supply chain like, I, was, I was so excited last week because you said you were delivering flowers and that's because the week before you had said mm-hmm. before that you had said it wasn't really that essential that people were getting flowers so it's exciting to hear that well it was were, almost like that first so two initial week period to- where everyone was like like right when march break it and right when every, yeah, like literally right Stop when everything happened, something? that's when I think it went two weeks with people. They just bought whatever they needed at the grocery store and they were trying to. But it's like as things have opened up a bit and the weather's gotten nicer, it's like people want flowers. Okay. So, I mean, I can't complain. I'll, yeah. I'll drive them around. <laughs> yeah, it's. Let's see. Um, so, so I, I, I hope that, never mind. you know what, I don't, I don't have any, like, expectations of what the future is going to hold, to be honest. I just think that as long as, like you said, we're following our own path and trying to, like, elevate yourself to the best you can be, like, anything that comes my way, yeah, I mean, it'll be very interesting. Um, we're kind of really unknown. <laughs> I find it exciting. I don't know if I've been scared at all. I've just been sitting back and observe, observing. Let's just say I'm observing. <laughs> I've been a lot of things. I've been scared. I've been sad. I've been angry. Um, angry. You're, you're just having an emotional experience. That's a human experience. Just angry. right there. It's exactly how you're supposed to feel. Yeah. And I like, I like some parts of it too, which is just like you were saying, like there's always, um, the good and the bad and everything like there are certain parts of the shutdown we all like and we enjoy so that's interesting too because um you know there's just people going through a lot of hard times yeah it's it's really it a chance to assess our lives and see what we can change yeah oh my god i can't believe that we... okay so i was actually thinking of editing this episode so if you don't if you have time to like keep talking that's cool because i was actually thinking of getting on this subject and asking you i'm gonna smoke is that okay i'm gonna smoke asking you like because you spend so much time doing inward work and like outward work and i'm just like regular person living my life doing other things so i wanted to ask you what you thought like what should people um, I said I don't have any expectations. What should people maybe value or seek? Or what do you see as being like an ideal of people holding as like good ideals in the future? 
like good ideals of like what they should have. Well, we know that what we've been doing is wrong, but we can't just tell tell people what they're doing is wrong. We kind of have to give them a direction of what's right. So let's say, what would you say the new, this new awakening, what does it look like to you? And you can, it could be your personal. Well, honestly, for me, like I've made a lot of changes in the last, oh, like, what are we like six, six weeks? I can't even know, like seven weeks now, like, right? Like, I've made a lot of changes. I changed my diet. I changed, um, what was it? I can't, I, I had it at the tip of my tongue. There's just, I don't know. I think it really importantly out of all this, I think people need to learn to listen to themselves and like really need to learn like to trust yourself, Right. Everything that you need is inside of you. Like, if you're doing something wrong, like, chances are, you know. But you kind of just have to be honest, right? And I, unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people will be. Um, Like, a lot of people have been overindulging in drinking. And it's kind of actually, like, that's one of the things, this whole detox. Like, I've I've not been drinking really this whole... um, and I, it's kind of actually, and, and do you know what's actually kind of really one of driving me insane? Um, I'm noticing a lot more beer cans on the back roads than normal. And that's really quite disturbing for me um, because it's like, first of all, like we're not supposed to be drinking, we're not supposed to be driving, and like why is there an excess of this now? Like, you know? So it's just, it's... Uh, it's kind of crazy, right? Like, I just, I think people really, like, what? I, I bought a whole bunch of pro- products to help the environment. Like, there's a refillery here now in town. So, t- like, as much as I love Arbonne, um, there's a lot of products that come in bottles. Like, now, instead of me having to buy a new bottle every time, I just go down to the refillery and use my same old bottle. You know? The ingredients. Okay. Yeah, I saw one that. Of the products that they just yeah. came out with was the concentrated yeah. shower gel. So that not that I know they are so great. Like, no, I'm not they, speaking anything bad about them. They are so great at doing that. Part. Yeah, and but and like for me, like no, but the, local, right? It's, I as much as I right? love it, like I love supporting local, especially when you know it's the local industry that's kind of really taking a hit right now. So. Yes, yeah, so the local is what I want to focus on more. And something that I just learned like last week, and I haven't like, posted about it because I'm not really doing any work stuff, yep. is the Arbonne um, protein bars. But first of all, they've gotten better um, than they used to be. And I made in what are the they? old pickup location in Toronto. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, that's nice. I like that they are doing right? stuff like that, so for cool. sure. For sure. So what we were just talking about, um, yeah, like you know, when you're doing something that's wrong, when I'm, my first or it was my first newsletter, I just looked it up. I said this. I'm gonna read it. I hope I read it okay without stumbling. I said the idea of enjoying things. Oh wait, it's the next paragraph. <laughs> Instead of focusing on what you don't want to do. And what you can't do, take your backwards flowing energy and move forward with all of the energy you have to give in that moment. See, I didn't read that right. With all of the energy that you have to give in that moment. As your momentum grows, you'll be glad you started going in the forward direction. Pulling yourself backwards feels easy in the moment, but it's a hard lifestyle in the long run. And I don't, I can't say I always live by that, but that's like advice that I wanted to give because... It's true. Like, you'll know it and something will happen. Like, things happen and accidents happen when things are maybe not right. Right? Like, we don't like to think that way, but, like, there is a reason. There, Well, I hate saying everything happens for a reason because I don't actually believe everything happens for a reason. 
I do believe accidents do happen, um, that as souls, we are given exit points. And if you're not grounded and it comes up, like, well, you could go, right? Like, we're always given a choice. So for me, like, I'm choosing, I'm choosing to change my life for the better, right? Like, I could keep going on. I could have kept going on the way that I had been for years, but, like, where would that get me? Like, I look back at pictures of myself and I'm like, I'm not even there. (laughs) It's kind of (laughs) crazy. Right. It's like, and it's hard. It's hard to say, like, I don't, I don't know what I would want for people. Like, I just want people to be happy, but in true, like true happiness is like literally found by searching within. And I don't know if we're living in a world that's quite ready for that yet. I get that. And you can't, you can't tell people. You can only meet people with as far, you can only meet people as far as they've met themselves, right? So it's like one of those other sayings, like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. If people aren't ready to wake up, if people aren't ready to change their lives, you can't force them to. And I think when you are in touch with those values that you have, um, it makes the decision making so much easier. I'm kind of broken up when I say that, but when you're opening a business, the smartest thing you can do is say, what are our company's values? What's our mission? And then every decision you make goes back to those values, goes back to that mission. And if you live your life like that... Like well, and not just that, like... Does it look like our mission? Yes or no? Like if you choose, but is your mission actually, um, is your mission beneficial for everybody? I think that's also something we kind of have to look at too, is because we can make a vision board, right? And as like, I think the more as you become more conscious and more aware, like the more that it's like, it's not just how it benefits you, but how does it benefit everybody? Right. Um, so like, I don't want to put like, a car or like maybe all these products on my vision board because what labor goes into making them is it ethical is it not like right and mm-hmm. oh my gosh have you ever seen like supercars how it's made so but that's what i mean right like there is there is things like so yeah if you want to put a tesla on your vision board that's one thing but if you're putting like a like sorry i can't like I don't know, just some kind of like sports car because you like it and it goes fast, but the emissions are going to kill the air. Like, well, it's not, you're not really in alignment, right? You're not in alignment with what your whole. Hmm. No, I don't necessarily agree because see, mm-hmm. somebody like me who has like gone door to door teaching people about global warming, I'm now like, oh my gosh, guys, global warming is just like a scam to sell stuff. Because I, then I got into industry, uh-huh. first of all, where I learned about power generation. Okay, it's all scam. It's literally all scam. And I was not able to talk about that. Like, you get shut down, you get blacked out. You're not, like, you know, I just got fired from my job for questioning the ethics of artificial intelligence, whatever. Questioning the ethics of women in the industry, whatever I got fired for. But, um yeah i'm just i just went on a total tangent there um because i was saying if you have something that's not ethical like if you're trying right like how what goes into uh, it yeah oh so it so if somebody like if you're saying that somebody can't like want to get a supercar which are sick who cares if they just like gas because you know, people literally slather gas on their skin and don't care. So if they want to do that, that's up to them. But, you know, Tesla... I'm not necessarily that, saying they are. I have a lot of issues with Tesla because they have, like, um, yeah. AI chips that get, get put in people's brains. I love Tesla the car because it's cool and it's, like, one of the only ones that has, like, an auto-drive feature. But, I don't know. I love cars. So... But I get what you're saying as far as, like, the mission. So lately when I'm thinking about my business and I've told you I want to take a whole new spin on things, because I've been working in indefinitely unethical industries. 
So I want my business that I set up to be ethical. So I'm yeah. looking at um, the not-for-profit um, sector. Well, yeah, and, and then, but just just make sure that everything yourself. with your mission is in alignment with that, right? And that that's all. It has to be, but the, but that's but that's kind of just what I'm saying, and right? It's like really as you become more be, awake, but... it's like it becomes less about me and it becomes more about, well, like us is the greater good. Right. So I'm not going to be putting things that aren't going to necessarily benefit the greater good. Right. Cause it's like, you become less about me and me. It's, it's less about the separateness and more about the oneness. Where's So one of the things that really used to bother me about, like building, let's say, let's say we're shutting down coal plants in Canada. And for every one that we would shut down in Canada, because we only had like 12 to begin with, we were building one every single day. Um, and, you know, how can we combat that pollution by shutting down 12 here when we're building 300 there, you know? But, so something that I kind of see is that we're just we're shifting technology. So here, when we get LED lights, you are required by the law, not law, but like by the government who gives you your money for these lights to return them. Like a government grant to replace your LED lights in your business. You have to take them to a garbage bin. You have to throw to them the states in order to. And where does the garbage go? Our garbage That's true. gets shipped. To other countries, to other countries, who knows where our garbage goes? So it has, like, these other countries that buy our garbage are forced, like, I don't know if that's actually true, but I'm just saying, a demand is being created for us to throw our uh, consumer goods out. Isn't that what we do? Literally throw them in the garbage when they still work. Yeah, because it goes to other countries. It's a very interesting world that we live in. And really, and really, what do you believe? Because who owns who owns the media? Who owns this? That's like honestly, just try and just try and do what feels right to you, and stay true to yourself. Stay true to your morals, and you know, treat people treat people the way you want to be treated. It's like I know it's funny, but like it's really, really, really true. Right. It's like we all want this like way of things, mm-hmm. but nobody wants to take like be held responsible for making it that way. Like we all say, yeah, we want to have like no litter and no pollution. Well, everybody needs to be held responsible for it. Right. And unfortunately, people don't want to take responsibility. I know. Every time I go for a hike, I bring a bag and I try and pick up garbage. (laughs) But even. Oh, that's so nice. Okay, so I actually have to stop recording because I really. All good. I knew that was going to happen after 60 minutes. Ah. (laughs) Honestly, it's coming together for an hour a week to. Have a co-creative experience on life. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna listen to these one day, and I'm gonna be like, "Oh, my young self, I was so naive." <laughs> or I'll be like, "I'm so great." <laughs> uh, well, for me, I like. I I. I like, don't you love Facebook memories? Like, <laughs> things pop up from 13 years ago, and I was like, why the fuck did I write that? <laughs> delete. And I'm like, oh. oh, I delete. I know. Sometimes I'm so confused. Yeah, no. I, I, well, I anything that I like wrote that I'm like, so that oh, I clearly wasn't in my right mind writing this. I'm deleting. But there are some pretty funny things that I wrote. I, I think the other day it was something about me being a ninja with nunchucks. <laughs> so I left that one. <laughs> yeah. 
some of the things are like like what are you talking about? Yeah, like, and like when I spelled like, the, it like, has like three e's on it. Like the. It's like cryptic. It doesn't make sense. Or like the things you used to write on my wall. Yeah, it's like no, or like the ones that come up and you're like, clearly I was drunk there. Oh yeah, I drunk and Facebooked way too much. I probably should have been not allowed to do that. Oh, so one of the hobbies um, taken up is—is is that like one of the di- like <laughs> like a uh, Canon or an Icon, like yeah, one of the bigger cameras? I bought a nice camera two, three, four yeah, years ago, and it's been sitting, <laughs> it's been hiding in my closet since. So when you find some some things out about it, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I will. My friend just got like the same iPad as me. I'm like, when you learn how to use yeah. that thing, you call yeah. me, okay? Yeah, I'm I, yeah, I hear that. This piece of technology. It's like, oh, I've neglected technology for a couple of years, and it really has changed. Uh, okay, so this week, what I'm going to do is like right. really promote this podcast because it's amazing. Right, cool. Okay. And then, um, probably wet my pants. So I'm going to yeah. and all of our fans, all of our fans, just so you know. I'm leaving you. Well, you have a great day. Only because of this uh, Until next emergency. Time. Bye. Okay.